2: Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. Today, from the SEC Football Media Days, this is day number three. Hard to believe we've already reached the three-quarters mark, tomorrow being the final day. Thanks again to our friends at First Security Bank. First Security is banking with people you know and people you know you can count on, along with UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined by Rick Schaefer. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Here's my only
3: observation watching SEC Media Days. It, it, it this is, should be unsaid. It is an amazing league. It is amazing that Arkansas is part of this league. And the amazing thing is, Every week, there are so many good games because there are so many good teams. You know, as you listen to these coaches, and I've listened to Sabin, I listened to Pittman, uh, I didn't hear the afternoon sessions; I was out. But you wonder if these guys were in any other league, would they all be undefeated? Because every one <laughs> of their team, every one of their team sounds good. Oh, well, we've got these questions, but and they all have talent. The coaching in this league is off the charts. I just saw an interview a minute ago uh, with somebody on the SEC network saying this may be the greatest collection of coaches in the history of the league. And, and just think about the coaches that have been yeah. in the league. And Nick Saban said something today that made a lot of sense. He said the difference between the SEC and every other league is the depth of the league. It's not the top. I mean, every league's got some good teams at the top. He said it's the depth, and that's what you get. Look at this. Because I'm looking at Arkansas, and then you you hear these other coaches, and you're thinking, well, yeah, Arkansas might win nine or ten games. Or they might win four or five because of who they're playing against. So that's my thought. You can take it away from there, but it's it's an amazing league, and the talent level in this league, coaching and playing, is just – if we haven't grown to appreciate it after all these years,
2: we should. Well, and and that's the thing that when you look and you're sitting there in front of maybe college football's greatest coach ever, Nick Saban, and you may be looking at the next uh, to take over that crown one day, that's in Kirby Smart. Mm -hmm. And then you just keep going down the list. I mean, Mark Stoops uh, at Kentucky you got to look at what he's accomplished. I mean, that's pretty doggone impressive, what what he's been able to accomplish at Kentucky. So, yeah. with that being said, we'll, this will leave us a little bit of time, uh, Rick, to talk about other things, but I don't want to uh, take our time away from hearing from Coach Sam Pittman. He will lead us off today here on Drive Time Sports in our coverage of the 2023 SEC Football Media Days.
3: Chris Farble in 81 FM. Coach, you guys have recruited a top 25 level over these past few cycles. But you guys have also been big time players in the transfer portal. I was wondering, as a coaching staff in a modern era college football, how do you balance uh, building a roster with recruiting and using the portal?
4: Well, we always want to recruit high school players. And so our goal, and we haven't reached it, our goal is to sign 25 high school players a year. And I think last year we signed 21. And whatever you have left over, you know, it depends on how many scholarships you have, but basically at that point you get one leave, you bring one in. Bring one leave and that's kind of your portal swap, if, 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 if that makes sense. But we want to sign 25 high school kids a year if we can. We've just fell short of that a little bit. Hust, rocket uh, excuse me uh, roster management is the hardest thing right now because of how many times the portals open
0: right sir. dan dan pack ESPN 1067 in auburn coach uh, you had two Controversial close losses to Auburn uh, to begin your tenure last season. You guys go to Jordan Hare and control the game and, and really
5: win going away. The significance of that for your program and, and just your thoughts on, on getting to play Auburn every year. You know, at the time,
4: I thought it was a big deal. You know, because we went there. You know, it's obviously a a little bigger deal when you well when you win, you win. But when you win in somebody else's place, when people's done that to us too, but. Um, yeah, I mean Auburn's a historical, proud program, and things of that nature. And I know Coach will turn the program back to where it was. He's a fine uh, football coach. Uh, but that was big for our program. We hadn't done it, you know. And uh, you know, the two years before that, we we probably should have won the game, and and we didn't. So uh, that was that was good to go back and win the game. Left side, third row.
6: Coach Clint Schweitzer from Starcade Media in Kansas City. Uh, The battle line rivalry with Missouri has certainly uh, evolved since Missouri joined the league in 2012. Just kind of talk about the significance of that game and what it's been like competing against Coach Drinkwitz since you've been at Arkansas.
4: Yeah, I wish that we had won more than one of the three, you know. Um, uh, We lost a couple games by two points and and, uh, certainly have high respect there. I I like the rivalry, I think, Coach, I won't speak for him, but I think he does as well. Um, to me, that's a that's our rivalry. You know, I know to our fans, I think it's Texas probably, even though you know we haven't played them in many years. We played them a couple of years ago, but not regularly, and uh, or LSU. Uh, but I respect uh, the program, Missouri. Uh, but obviously we're on a short end but since i've been there we're on a short we're one out of one and two and uh, we've got to try as hard as we can to get that fixed front row right side hey coach uh, steve moulton wzzn
2: out of huntsville hope you're doing well uh, you've been uh, pretty vocal on your philosophy change in the portal this last go around was it someone inside the program outside of the program what led to that philosophy change for you
4: well are you talking about my? Um, are you talk, are you talking about the part where if you go in the portal you stay? Are you talking about I don't want anybody to go in the portal? Do I want them? Uh, what are you? I'm sorry. It is more of what you said about the, your how you
5: handle the portal
4: for your team. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, you know. Bush Davis told me a long time ago that everybody has to have great importance, whether it be secretary, coordinator, worst player on your team, best player on your team, and when you talk to somebody and you need his scholarship, and you're sitting there and you're talking to him, hey, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to play here, boom, 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 all this kind of stuff, that young man goes back, you don't say I'm taking your scholarship, none of us coaches do that, but you're encouraging him. He goes back to the best player on your team. It might be his best friend, and you lose both of them. Um, this year, I said, "Oh, what changed the philosophy of it?" I just thought the other one wasn't working, and uh, so I just told everybody, "I don't want anybody to leave," and the whole team. And uh, certainly, one did this spring, but uh, it wasn't a mass, mass exit, you know, like it had been. Uh, in December uh, so it just changed the way that is because the other wasn't working to be honest with you
5: left side fourth row Tyler Shaw with KBTX and College Station uh, just curious your thoughts on the the Texas A&M Arkansas rivalry and your time there and, and just you know what transpired last year what kind of you, you took away from from last year's game
4: I love I love it, going to play in A&M. like to play them in Dallas. I do. Um, not for sure that in, in the future wouldn't want us to play A&M in, in Razorback Stadium, but I like that game. Uh, it's a big game. Uh, obviously, last year uh, we started off a little faster than they did uh, and uh, it looked like we were going to possibly take control of the game at some point. And, uh, not only was it a turnover, it's a turnover for seven. Uh, we learned a lesson. We've got to get our kids back faster. We were still ahead at halftime. Uh, we've got to get our kids back faster. That's my responsibility. I've got to do a better job. Uh, obviously, I thought at the end of the game we'd make the field goal and we'd go home and win. Uh, we did not. And uh, uh, Cam Littles made a whole lot of field goals for us. So. Uh, it wasn't that miss, You know, we had the snap that went awry at the end when it looked like we were going to score. A lot of things went on in the game. So a lot of respect for a and I, I really like Jimbo Fisher. and uh, um, But obviously he wants to beat us and we want to beat him too. But I, I, I do respect the rivalry of Arkansas a
6: Right side, third row. Coach, Billy Jones, KCOU, Columbia, Missouri. I was curious. I mean, you you touched a little bit on that A&M game. I think it was five losses by a combined nine points. You bring in a new strength and conditioning coach this year. Was that part of it, hoping for someone to help your team finish games a little stronger? Yeah,
4: I thought we got pushed around, you know, at times. And, man, it's hard for me to say that because I'm an offensive line coach, and I thought we got pushed around. Uh, You know, Missouri uh, goal line down there, Uh, LSU goal line. Uh, so, I thought there was a change that would be needed. Nothing negative about anybody. It's just thought a change would be needed. I think you see the kids uh, that we brought with us. Uh, they have changed. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you win four more games, you, you win eleven. You know, well, everybody can say that, you know. But I don't know if anybody. A lot of people can say, hey, you lost four games by nine points, and you go to specific situation of why you lost them. We got to clean that up, and part of that is the size and toughness and physicality of our football team.
7: Left side, fourth row. Hey, Coach Pittman, Jamal Kennedy, WSFA 12 Sports in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, your team returns to Tuscaloosa this fall, uh, where you guys played
6: a really tough game back in 2021. What do you remember about the atmosphere in Brown Denny Stadium that Saturday?
4: Yeah, they like football over there. Um, a lot of fun. I tell you. You know, anybody, any competitor wants to go in and play in those type venues. Hopefully, Arkansas is that way when they come in to see us as well. But uh, yeah, it was a—I think it was a night game, if I remember right—and uh, back and forth and back and forth, and they kept throwing touchdown passes, you know, and and uh, we kept trying to answer, but uh, at the end we kicked an onside kick and. Trailing Burks, I got killed out there trying to get the outside. Um, but uh, great, great atmosphere, great game, storied program, Nick Saban—you know, a lot of things, a lot of good about that uh, situation.
6: Second row. Hey, Sam, I was wondering if you could. Walk me through your process of, of hiring Travis Williams, what you liked about him and his past stops, and did his SEC experience kind of have any, any factor into that?
4: A lot to do with that. You know, I had a lot, because he understood recruiting, understood urgency. It's just different. Urgency of coaching in SEC, urgency of recruiting in SEC. It's different, man. Nobody say it ain't. It's that They're lying. It's different. And uh, so I wanted somebody that understood that and uh, obviously, uh, I, I liked his style. He's very, very aggressive. I liked his style. I liked the fact that he's going to keep four linemen on the D line, on the, in the game, uh, even if he's in an odd front. He can walk one up. Uh, but he was so positive, and he had a reputation before I ever went in there as a recruiter. And in the world of portal. You better have some guys that can recruit, because if you can't, you're going to be gone. And I just felt so at ease that if I hired him, that he could help me replace somebody if they did go in the portal. And he might be a reason why some of them might not go in the portal, if that makes sense, just by what kind of character, what kind of man he is. I love the guy. He's a wonderful, wonderful person.
1: Third row on the aisle. Yeah, Coach, Evan Kamiko, Pig Trail Nation. Um, Kind of on the topic of Travis Williams,
7: we were talking to Landon earlier, and he brought up the fact that Travis is DJing in the locker room already, and I know you had
1: a jukebox last year. Is there any way we could see, you know, is there potential that Travis is going to play some music, or some some more Stevie Nicks this year? What are you going to play?
4: Right now, you can go on Hot Springs Yacht Club on Spotify. And if you want to know what I listen to, that's it. Because that's m- mine. And I'm into mixes right now. I'm into, you know, old old songs with a new mix, you know. I'm kind of into that. Like maybe on that, maybe the top seven or eight of those I put on this summer. But uh, no, we're going to have still have a little bit of jukebox music. I was on stage actually singing High Blooded" with Foreigner. Uh last weekend, last Friday, they shut my mic off i don 't know if the guy's afraid i 'd take his job or what I got a job don't worry about it, but uh, I was up there front rope <laughs> Jason McC no. from the Arkansas democratic
3: you
1: don
4: 't want it to. <laughs>
3: I know you fielded a lot of uh, OU in Texas and created to the SEC questions today, but kind of in a perspective of your program, um, obviously there's an arms race for getting the top-notch facilities, having the best collectives gauged at athletes, how do you feel like Arkansas from your time coaching here um, has kind of had the right sell for athletes Mm -hmm. and and what makes it unique in comparison to the rest of the SEC programs, especially UT and OU?
4: Yeah. you know, Oklahoma. There's Oklahoma State. You know, and and Arkansas State is also in Arkansas. It's not. It's a non-power five team. It's a very good football team. Very good coach. Um, but in our state, we're the Razorbacks are it. And Texas has a lot of followers. Oklahoma has a lot of followers. But we're it in the state, of Arkansas. And I think that's very unique. Uh, I think you grow up as a baby. You, there's not any split. You're a hog. And uh, uh, so I think that's a very, very uh, unique situation that we have. The passion is very unique uh, in the state, and uh, so I think I think Oklahoma and UT will fit in really well with all those things. I love. I think it'll make us, if that may, if it makes sense, more powerful because we'll we'll be able to travel easier, and uh, hopefully uh, when we go into opponents. Uh, arenas that were able to take a lot of people in there. Final question on the left.
6: Hayden Jefferson came back this year, his final year, and he talked about he had kind of some unfinished business to do, and he really wanted to, you know, make his team proud and make his state proud. What does that mean to have an athlete like that come back specifically for? He doesn't want the glory for himself. He wants to make others proud. What does that say about him as an athlete?
4: Mature. Um, Smart, wise, uh, good parenting, I mean um, you just don't that just doesn't happen, and he means it, you know what I mean it just doesn't happen. I think he's a little bit along your line of Arkansas, I think his loyalty is to the fans and to the state of Arkansas and to his teammates and and he wants he's got that chip he's got that underdog, I want to prove you know. He was 14th two years ago. Well, hell, so was I, you know. And, and so he, he wanted to prove people wrong. He had something to prove. Uh, he really doesn't, but he thinks he does, and that drives him. Because he's proven everything he needs to prove to his head football coach. I can promise you that. But I look for him to have a wonderful, wonderful season because he's driven to have that because of things you just mentioned.
2: Coach, great job as always. Thank you very much.
4: Hot blooded. <laughs> you see Sam up on
2: the stage, karaoke singing foreigners. Hot blooded. Yeah. How
3: about that? And then what they is, turn my mic. Turn his mic off. off. Gee whiz! Wow. Gosh. You know he's that's such great. a laid back guy. That's just hard to picture, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It's hard to Hot-blooded. picture that.
2: Blooded. Yeah,
3: I love it. Yeah. Um, but here's what I love, his quote. K.J. Jefferson doesn't have anything to prove, but he thinks he does. I, yeah. I, that, that's a good one. That's yeah. a great
2: thought. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, this from our Buzz text line, it says, Randy, so far in your humble opinion, who has been the most intriguing coach to speak at the SEC football media days? I would rather ask if you're watching on television, because to me it's harder to make an impression – uh, on television, that it is sometimes in person. Uh, has there been someone, Rick, that you've been able to watch? That I mean, Billy Napier put me to sleep. I mean, he, it was nap time, mm. so I, I certainly would not. Because you said you were gone, I, you may not have heard no, Billy Napier. No, I wasn't impressed. No. I never have been impressed with Mark Stoops. Uh, I tell you, Sam Pittman, and I, I'm trying not to Sam sound was like good. a homer.
3: No, he was good.
2: But he, you know, he brought a little bit of levity to it. He yeah. uh, didn't necessarily was up there cracking jokes, but the things that he said ended up being funny, just like he did over the the foreigner, the hot blooded, and and uh, being cut off. So, um, Nick Saban is not going to make you laugh, and you might <laughs> you might feel his power coming through the uh, screen. Um, and then Kirby Smart. I can just go down to U-Freeze. There's nothing U-Freeze did that I thought was exciting. You really almost at times need a speed reader interpreter for Jimbo Fisher because he can mm-hmm. get talking he's so fast. fast. Yep. And um, I mean, Coach, uh, Coach, uh, Commissioner Sankey is like a I hate to say a machine. I mean, he's he's he cranks it up now. I I don't know if someone told Eli Drinkwitz of Missouri to chill it down. But um, the closest he came to really showing a, a little bit of I'm not sure wit uh, was when he was asked about uh, the comments of Sonny Dykes over at TCU. Uh, but really, I, I mean, Sam Pittman right now is the is the rock star of uh, the 2023 SEC football media days, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, here's the, here's the thing though. The, they're all really good coaches. thats uh, I'll say that again after. <clears throat> now, I don't know. You know, Vanderbilt's coaches won five games last year. See, so you, you just have to say right, these re- guys are really we gotta good take a coaches. Break.
2: we got to okay. take a break. Drive time sports will continue. Brian. Hey, here's
3: my car. What are
0: we looking for today?
3: Here's my car. Come Want inside. to take a test drive?
0: Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy on Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a bite out of your vacation budget with no
5: payments for the rest of the summer this
6: dealership really feels like we're on shark week yeah and we don't have a shark cage we're headed to guatney buick gmc
0: guatney buick gmc 5700 landers road in north little rock call 501-945-4444 com. gmc we are professional grade all offers with approved credit
2: in sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Archmarine or North Lurik is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Archmarine, so can you.
5: The Women's All-Pro Golf Tour is coming to Centennial Valley Country Club in Conway July 18th through the 22nd, and 103.7 The Buzz will be there. Join Out of Bounds Thursday and Morning Mayhem Friday. Go to WAPT.golf for more. Your new neighborhood car wash in Bryant is now open on Reynolds Road. Now a second splash car wash. Always drive clean with unlimited washes for only 10 bucks your first month. Nothing beats that clean car feeling. The new splash car wash, 2116 North Reynolds Road in Bryant. 682185. Slim Chicken's craft Sandwich lineup just got spicier. The new Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich is here for a limited time. Delicious hand-breaded chicken with a deep, spicy, sweet kick, layered on crisp pickles, and topped with fresh-made coleslaw, all on a brioche bun. This one's looking mighty fine in the spotlight. The Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich, a limited-time addition to the Kraft Sandwich lineup, only at Slim Chicken's. Visit slimchickens.com to order, or find a Slim's location near you.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock, in the Riverdale Shopping Center, next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security, and brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West.
2: And also thanks to Double Bs. They're always there. They're always ready to serve you wherever you may be in Arkansas. Thirty-two different locations, by the way. In fact, if you're looking for a great place to work, go to DoubleBs.com and apply online. And don't forget, you can also pay at the pump if you're in a hurry with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile app at all the stores. And be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card, and you'll get ten cents off a gallon at the pump. And be sure and go inside. Gotta remind you to always go inside. Great things there, and that is you'll find the Red Bull 16 ounce, two for seven fifty. The one liter brisk. Two for $3.30-ounce core water, that's $2.00 and the 28-ounce Gatorade, two for $4.50. You'll find all these great specials where at Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. Uh, Normally, I would think we would be talking with uh, our man, and that is uh, the one and only Bart Reed. But... Uh, he's not there for the moment so, why don't we do this Rick, we'll just kind of jump ahead and um, uh, let's hear from uh, this would be K.J. Jefferson
5: Impressive season you had next year Tony
1: Reese, WTVM out of Columbus, Georgia man. just kind of following your game for a while just really, what do you hope to improve on this season? Uh, just becoming a better passer, uh, scratching the ball down the field, you know, uh, playmakers the ball, letting them make plays, and also just owning the offense, uh, going up to the line of scrimmage, uh, checking out the plays, re-IDing the mic, stuff like that is going to pre- help me prepare for the next level. Second row on the right. Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. KJ, how seriously did you consider ending your college football career after last season, and what were sort of the factors that led to you coming back to Arkansas for another year? Uh, the factor that they led me coming back was uh, I didn't get to play in some of the uh, big SEC games due to injury, so I just wanted to come back and be able to give this state and my teammates another shot at being able to just go out there and help my teammates win and become uh, successful.
6: Left side, second row. Clint Switzer from Starcade Media in Kansas City. Uh, KJ, your career really got started three years ago against Missouri in that game, and since then you guys have kind of traded victories and uh, kind of tough loss here this last season to Missouri. Just talk about what that rivalry's been like uh, playing against Missouri considering your career uh, started against the Tigers.
1: Uh, it's been really fun. I mean, like you said, it's going back and forth uh, each and every year, and uh, it's a big rivalry for us. Also, it's a trophy game as well, so they just make everything a lot, put pressure on both teams to go out there and execute at a high level. So, I mean, it's been really fun. I enjoy the rivalries uh, that we have with Missouri, and just looking forward to being a great turnout this year.
2: Second row, right side.
3: Hey, KJ, several new transfer quarterbacks in the league this season. What's some advice you would give
1: maybe a, a guy at your position who's, who's coming in playing the SEC for the first time? Uh, just, I mean, being able to get in, uh, establish a, a bond, a relationship with your coach and staff first and then also just let their uh, their bond just trickle down to the players and the teammates and just come in and just work and just grind. I mean, the main thing is you want to establish a relationship with each and every one of your receivers, each and every one of your teammates. So when y'all do take the field, y'all have that bond together, when adversity hits y'all, y'all don't separate, y'all just come together as one.
2: Left side, second row.
3: Hey KJ, uh, Bradley Davis with WAPT and uh, Jackson. So being from Mississippi, uh, is there one of those schools that when you get a chance to play them, you're a little bit more (laughs) fired up, you know, getting to come home?
1: Uh, For sure, for sure. Being from uh, the state of Mississippi, uh, you got Ole Miss and Mississippi State. So those games I always circle on my calendar uh, whenever we get a chance to play them just because I'm from Mississippi and it just means a lot more to me.
6: Left side, third row. Billy Jones, KCU 88.1, uh, FM Columbia. KJ, obviously a change in offensive coordinator and really a change in system with Eno's coming in. Can you talk us through a little bit what that offense is going to look like schematically and how you, saw, how you see yourself playing in it next year? Uh,
1: this- this system is very pro style. Uh, it's a lot slower than have we have we been in the previous years. Um, also, just being able to, in this offense, it's a lot on the quarterback. Uh, I have a lot more freedom to do different things, audible out of different plays and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's very, it's, it's fun to be in and also just a learning tool for me just for the next level.
5: Left side, third row. Tyler Shaw with KBTX and College Station. KJ, what do you remember from that, that crazy finish and just the, that game against Texas A&M last year? And I guess how much are you looking forward to, you know, trying to get your revenge this year? Um, thing I remember is the play that
1: I had that still sticks with me to this day, that I had uh down in the red zone. Uh this year I mean just being able to just focus on the small details, trust myself, uh, don't second guess myself and when it's when the time comes, I know I prepare for that moment and don't let the moment be too big for me. Front row? Okay, you mentioned earlier, uh,
3: of
6: course, a new offense coordinator coming in with uh, Dan Enos, and you said it's a more pro style system. How have you acclimated this system in comparison to the Kendall Bryles offense last year? Uh,
1: this system right here requires a lot uh, more film work and also just going out there and putting myself in a position, calling different plays and calling different formations when I'm, I'm the only person out there on the field, just getting into my mindset and just being able to be familiar with the plays and the formations and everything, and then also just having guys come in and run these certain different routes that we have that's new from a uh, previous system that we had
0: on the aisle third row KJ kind of going off the uh, oh first of all John sockoff with WCBI kind of going off the, the Mississippi question there I know Oxford right down the road from you you're gonna have a chance to play them again this year I mean, I mean what is it What was it like two years ago going back there to to kinda of play against them and I, and I know you're one and one against uh, against Ole Miss so what would it mean to go two and one and ultimately win the quote unquote series against the uh, against
1: the Rebels your, your hometown team I do mean a lot I mean just like you said Oxford's right down the road for me so I kinda look at it as a homecoming for me just being able to come back and have a lot of my fans and friends and family come out and just be able to support me and just get me that edge and just being able to come out and support me but uh, also like you said the series just being able to try to come out victorious that game and just knowing that we want a series 2 on, like you said left side back row hey KJ Jamal Kennedy WSFA 12 Sports in Montgomery
7: Alabama uh, this fall you guys will travel back to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama two years ago that was such a
6: close game uh, what do you remember what do you remember about that atmosphere inside Brian Denny Stadium that Saturday
1: uh, it was very fun, I mean, it was what college football is about, I mean, the atmosphere, uh, very chaotic, uh, very fun to play in, the environment, the atmosphere, and uh, also just being able to make sure my guys don't uh, just divide, just come together and then just also just remember that this is the game that we love to play, and it's, it's only a game, not letting the moment get too big for us.
0: Back row again. K.J. Vince Ferrar, 99.1, the Sports Animal in Knoxville. I know quarterbacks, uh, a lot of you guys know each other there's a uh, you know that fraternity there. What do you know do you know Joe milton and um and what do you think about his game
1: i don't personally know him that well but I, I watched highlights of him uh different games that he has played in uh very strong on uh, talented uh very intelligent as well uh I really admire his game and i mean I like the way he plays the game at the quarterback position.
4: Second row, right side.
1: KJ, you'd lost some heartbreakers to Auburn earlier in your career. This past season, that game was one-sided, especially in the second half, Arkansas took control. What was the significance of that? What did that feel like to be able to uh, to get the upper hand over a team that had beaten you in some close games earlier in your career? Uh, it felt really good. I mean, just knowing that my teammates and the preparation that we had that week, just going into the game, that we wanted to dominate the first time we stepped out there on the field and not leaving it to the referees' hands or just go out there and just play our brand of football. And, I mean, that's what we did from the start to the finish of the game. Final two questions, second row, and then we'll go to the front.
6: Uh, K.J., there's a lot of rabid fan bases, of course, in the SEC, Arkansas being right up there at the top. Can you just talk about uh, your time in Fayetteville, what makes uh, that a great experience in the SEC?
1: Uh, the fan base of Arkansas is just unbelievable. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I made my decision to go to Arkansas was because of the fan base, fan base the environment, the people. Um, that treat you like family, that treat you like one of their own. I just fell in love with it, and it, it just felt like home to me. Front row. Lee
3: hey, Statham, AP and Kelly, as we see at Syndicated Radio. Uh, K.J.,
1: when you want to get better, who would you turn on and watch on the film? Um... I look at uh, a a lot of guys from an NFL standpoint. I look at um, Jalen Hurts a lot, um, Patrick Mahomes. I look at him a lot, and uh, Joe Burrow as well, just from a technical standpoint, uh, just with his footwork. I feel like he has the best footwork between all the quarterbacks in the the league right now. Just being able to just watch those guys and critique those guys and then go out to the field or out in the sand and just work on those different things that help me prepare myself for the, uh, the upcoming season. KJ, thank you very much. Thank Always you. On. And
2: that was KJ Jefferson, and uh, with his thoughts on Media Day, Rick. I I I know I say this. I think I do every year, but I am so impressed, so impressed uh, with our Arkansas representatives, football players. They represent the state proud. You should be proud as a as a fan. Uh, the way that uh, these athletes uh, represent themselves Mm -hmm. uh, for Media Day. So um, I think that was uh, something quite evident. We heard from K.J., and you'll hear also from Rocket Sanders, and you'll also hear from uh, Landon Jackson before it's all said and done. Well, Well, So
3: we knew Rocket had gained 10 pounds. Are we astonished that Landon Jackson added 40 pounds 40, 40 pounds since last year 40 wow. pounds
2: and he that's... really didn't look like he was just about to... now rocket looked like he was ready to rip out of his jacket i mean you could see the bulging biceps i didn't see that as much from landon and really i, I didn't see it as much uh this time from uh kj and that's not saying that maybe he's they not wore bigger, clothes. They but, wore uh, bigger clothes. maybe they wore bigger clothes maybe that's that's the case i was about to say maybe <laughs> they wore bigger clothes wow okay I gave away some of your time when you went there. I sound like a father now. I'm I'm chastising my child. <laughs> when you went on there early. I said, "Okay, I'm adjusting." And uh, oh, good afternoon, boy. Well,
7: good afternoon, gentlemen. I, you know, normally, even though tardy for some things, I try to be early for the radio. But I don't ever want to call in too early. So uh, no, it's good to hear from all the players. I'm always impressed now with this just whatever sport, how media savvy these players are because it's not a tough position or hard, easy position to be in to get some of these questions that they're getting. A microphone's in their face all the time, so I am impressed, Randy. I'm with you on that. They they do an excellent job.
2: Bart, I, I want to squeeze this and We're about to hit the uh, break. Well, w- when we come back, I want you to talk about the Isaiah Joe camp that is coming up i want some details i want to get the get the inside facts of what's about to occur so hang tight that's martin reed pure sweat basketball skills thanks to martin orthopedics rick schaefer i'm randy rainwater thanks to first security bank as our coverage of the 2023 sec football media days continues in just one moment
6: Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays During the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club, an all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com. Step up your lunch game at Twin Peaks. They have light yet hearty combos starting at just
5: 7 dollars featuring savory soups, crisp salads, and a variety of sandwiches to satisfy your every craving. Enjoy your next lunch break with Twin Peaks. Hey folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebate, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select Model. We've got one9
2: incentivized rate plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram Dodge crossing Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Hebrew Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com. And Red River, we deliver. God bless you.
5: And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Edwards' signature meatloaf for only $7.49 per pound with twice-baked potatoes for just $4.99 per pound. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T-Center. Look, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, and as well they should be, and you should join the convo if we're being honest. Just make sure you do your homework and you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T-Center. It's where I get my levels checked at Low T-Center. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Let me be clear. This is not a typical doctor's office. It's concierge medicine exclusively for all of us men. Here's the deal. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, your T levels may be low. Low T treatments are affordable and convenient options, including... Physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T-level tested. So what are you waiting on? Go to lowtcenter.com to book your appointment online. That's lowtcenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care.
7: Holy guatney, Batman. Scott Romine is now on the buzz Saturday mornings at 9 a.m.
5: Yes, Robin. I wonder if we can discuss the Batmobile. Guatney Unplugged, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Same bat time, same bat channel. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their new location in Sheridan. Alcoa has opened a new branch in Sheridan to serve all of Grant County. They're having a grand opening celebration all day Thursday with a ribbon-cutting ceremony, complimentary refreshments, and chances to win prizes all day. I've been doing business with Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union for several years, and it's all about trust. I trust them because they trusted me first. You can gain that trust as well. Stop by their new location in Sheridan Thursday for Alcoa's grand opening celebration. Celebration.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part
2: by UAMS
0: and Kaufman by Design West.
2: And speaking of First Security at First Security, we've been investing in our home state since 1932. Growing deep roots and even deeper relationships. We're part of Arkansas and it's part of us. First Security puts all that history and stability to good use for you and in helping the people and places we all love best. Arkansas communities, Arkansas families, and Arkansas futures. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. All right, Bart. Before you talk about Isaiah Joe and uh, the upcoming camp, uh, this let me get back to it while I have an opportunity. Right there, it is uh, this from our Buzz Texts. I mean, from our Asher Record Service Company Life In Feedback, which, oh by the way, is under new management. Uh, former Razorback is the owner of uh, now Asher Record Service. Uh, Hogbill says, uh, Bart, on social media, working out with R.J., that's a question mark. Bart Bart works out all talent. How does R.J. rank?
7: Well, he is really, really, really good. So, (laughs) you know, we talk about the 2024s and 2025s, and, Randy, we've really only touched on the 2026. At times, barely, because most of them are fresh. So, outside the select couple, you don't get a chance to really see them on the varsity level or see them playing that. So, JJ Andrews would be a 2026. 20, That's one that we've talked about. This guy is special. He's six five. I would say, He's got wide shoulders, probably 175 pounds. He'll put on some more weight. Plays for the Arkansas Hawks, and he is extremely talented. He attends Bryant, so he was. In, in my opinion, one of the best players on the varsity level last year. He is an excellent basketball player, certainly a power five, and I think he's got a really, really bright future. Shoots the ball extremely well, really physical. Bill Ingram had him playing up, guys, on the 2024 Hawks. So this past weekend in Vegas, that'll tell you something. One year's a big jump. We talked about Luke Moore being 2025, Terry on Burgess being 25, playing 2024. That's a big jump. How about 2026 playing up? And he did very well. So this guy is a real player, certainly a power five talent right here in Central Arkansas.
2: Uh, I I won't even tell you what a knucklehead I am, so I'll just let that go. Uh, Clint says, see that Bart is on. Can he explain Vegas grassroots? See, the Arkansas Hawks went to some type of event. But then you see them, uh, all these other teams out there. Who determines where you go and how did the Hawks do?
7: Well, the Hawks did great. That's a great question because I think there is 500, Rick Randy's 550 total teams out in Vegas. at a different age group at this exact same time with the NBA Summer League. So it's overwhelming for me, and I kind of halfway know what I'm doing. I couldn't imagine because there's all these different tournaments going on. And so the way you want to look at it there for the circuit shoe companies and the top tier companies. They're in invite-only type of events. So the Arkansas Hawks went to the, Unli- the uh, Unlimited Brand Championship or the Ultimate Brand Championship. And so they matched up against and played all Under Armour teams. They went 4-1. Uh, they played extremely well. They lost to uh, Riverside Church. It was their only loss. Well, Riverside Hawks now. Riverside Church, is, is we used to know it. That was the mm. place in New York that had, quote-unquote, the best AAU team ever. It had Carmelo, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Elton Brand, uh, uh, Ron Artest. They were all on the same team. So a story wow. program that was the only only loss that they had. They really dominated, in my opinion. Won a lot of the games by 20, 30 points. So that was what I would say kind of outside when you take the top qualifying teams out of the Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And you, you have those 10 competing for the championship. The Hawks were right there in the rung below that. So they did extremely well, represented the state extremely well. And, guys, the place was crawling with coaches every time the Hawks played. I mean, everyone was there. Watching them. Just so much talent on the court. I counted up, guys. I think Billinger's got seven to eight Division One players on that team.
4: Wow.
2: That's so is this honorable And, yeah. and so, combine that, Terry Burgess and company?
7: Terry on Burgess and Randy, the best player that you've ever heard of, Daniel Clubberson or anybody in the state's ever heard of. Daniel Clubberson has an offer from Air Force, UAPB. He's a guard from Central. And probably the best on-ball defender I've ever seen. Just absolutely incredible how well he guards the ball. Uh, RJ Young's on that team. Uh, I mean, it's just loaded up. They've got tons of Luke Moore obviously picked up uh, more offers while he's out there from Drake. And so, Honor, in four games, guys, absolutely dominated. I mean, he was a man amongst boys. So, his ranking will continue to shoot up. I thought he was the best player there, best two-way player there by far. I don't even think it was close. Both ends, physical, jump, hit, jump shots, handled the basketball. I, I, he's just another level of great. He,
2: he keeps blowing up every time it seems like he uh, he plays this summer. So uh, it, congratulations. It, I, I don't want to shortchange you on your on Isaiah's camp coming up.
7: Oh yes, absolutely. So. Isaiah Doe's got a camp coming up, so it's, we've got it broken up into two sessions. So we'll have two sessions. So we'll have the ninth, the ninth uh, middle school camp, which is eighth grade to uh, sixth to eighth grade, and then we'll have that from nine to one, and then we'll have session number two, which will be ninth grade to twelfth grade, and that's going to be two to six. Two to six. So it's Saturday, August the 12th. And it's going to be at the beautiful new Summerwood facility right there in Bryant. So currently I think Summerwood is going to have six total gyms. Right now they have two that are complete, and they are state-of-the-art as good as it gets. So August the 12th, Isaiah Joe Camp. I'll be uh, one of the co-directors there, so it will be a great experience. Six to eighth graders, you can sign up online. Um, IsaiahJoe.com, six to eighth graders, nine to one, uh, nine to 12th grade, two to six. Same day, one hundred and fifty dollars is the entry fee. They feed you, give you a T-shirt, get a picture, and learn a lot about Scandinavia.
2: So Isaiah will be hands-on. I mean, he's taking oh, he's absolutely. taking a picture, absolutely. but he, okay, he yeah he
7: will be there. Isaiah Joe is really big in his skill. He loves to work with the kids and loves to give back to the community. So he'll be there every day.
2: So is it a combination of, of individual drills and then I guess. They all want to play games. Will you, will you have games at yeah. the same time. Yeah, you got
7: you got to put some competition. You got to put some competition in. I won't give away too many secrets, but it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot of it'll be a lot of skill work, um, a lot of technique. There's going to be a lot of talking about the game, and, and Isaiah will take his opportunity to kind of explain his processes. And they're, but they're, they you can't keep them that long, Randy. Doesn't matter what age group is, and don't let him play a little bit. They'll go third grade.
2: <laughs> so. At the younger ages, when when do you start making them use their opposite primary hand? In other words, if I'm if I'm right-handed in the second grade, how how soon do you make them start using that left hand?
7: Well, I'm a little different. I've, I'm probably buck the trend on this. I'm a I like to master a pretty good solid foundation of right hand stuff before you move on to the left. It's kind of like Jack gotcha. Jack Baltray's master of none. So. I'm a little bit different, but certainly I think the more you can dribble with your left hand, the better off you are. And a little thing, a little trick you can do, instead of in drills and practice, instead of doing anything with your right hand, shoot with your right hand, just dribble with your left. And it adds up reps and it hurts.
2: I was terrified going into these seventh grade tryouts because I knew I had left to do a left layup. handed layup. <laughs> All right. I had nightmares leading up to that moment. All right, Bart, It's always, thanks. a pleasure. We'll talk with you tomorrow. I believe it's tomorrow. Thanks, Bart. That's Bart Reed. pure, sweat, basketball skills, thanks to Martin Orthopedics. Up next, Trey Biddy of hogsports.com.
5: I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at